Hi, this is Colin from Worse in the Industry. We have a lot of laughs on our show, and we get in some pretty heated topics, so it's important to remember that the views expressed by the hosts of Worse in the Industry are our own, and in no way are representations of the views held by the Planet Ant Podcast Network or Planet Ant as an organization, even when we're right. Yell at us, not them. Thanks, and enjoy the show. This has been a production of Planet Ant Podcast, powered by Pinecast. Can I talk my shit now? I was playing two-hand touch, fuck it up, it's a hit now. When I hit the road, do a show, hit a lick, then I skip town. Run up in the spot, no dance, and I make them all get down. Boy, you better sit down. Yeah. Ain't nothing fancy, I'm still broke. Cross town like Yancey, I will throw. They say I'm in a spot they would kill for. I could put them in the wheel and they still won't. There is a lot of that in this show. Sorry, there was flashing lights outside and I was distracted. It's okay, I get you got a raccoon brain. I do. I got a raccoon brain, I got little grabby hands. Little grabby hands. Little grabby, I'm a raccoon man. Little grabby hands. I am kind of a raccoon person. That's, That's okay, we all know. I know. I know you guys know. We're all it's well funny away. when there's like people in my life who are supposed to be close to me who like should know these things but don't. Like Kyle is like, you're not a dirt person, and I'm like, yeah, you are. Do you do remember you... the summer I spent digging a hole? Do you... One hole. Do you guys ever do the big hole. The, the top equivalent of sharding, like the the mouth equivalent of sharding, the burp equivalent of sharding? I, yeah, we've talked about this on the show before. We're talking about have baby we... burps. Oh, yeah, baby burps. You know, little, little acid burps. Baby burps. That's yeah, you, you do a little spit up. <laughs> you do a little spit up. <laughs> little spit up. <laughs> so I, I just love the idea of you just like of of your of Kyle being like, You're you're not a dirt person and then you're just like swallowing your own vomit, like, yes I am. Yes. Like what the fuck are you talking about? You don't even know, Kyle. Hold on. Kyle, let's be real here for a second. <laughs> let's, Kyle, I've shown up to how many Christmases just absolutely reeking of Miller Light. Like I, <laughs> sweating Miller Light right now. <laughs> Dude, I remember the first time I showed up to Christmas hungover. I got so like my whole family was like, "Oh my god!" And then Kyle just walks up to me and he, he motions like he's gonna whisper in my ear. And then he just fucking yells. You're hungover as shit Sometimes right now, aren't you? Yep. What did he say? No, he just yelled. He was just like, ah! What a man. What a man, that guy. Yeah. Sometimes my brother is funny. Yeah. What a good guy. Is that on the podcast? We, oh man, that'll be an interesting one. Hey Kyle, what's the what's the medical field like? Well, that's the episode. That's the episode where we also get your dad on and we ask him about the FEMA death camps. Then, oh no, okay, we can't have my dad on the show because we're never gonna actually get to what we're talking about, and we're just gonna hear about the time he met Will Ferrell in a bar after 9/11. Uh, but would that be such a bad thing? I would constantly talk actually, about that too. Actually, it's a good story. I bet it's. A- that sounds like a great story. Also, want to hear about the FEMA death camps. Yeah, yeah, no, the FEMA death camp, it's, uh... I want to know I, if I, Kyle's aware... Kyle. I want to know if Kevin's aware 
of the conspiracy theory. Yeah, I'm sure he is. It's one of the, my my dad's favorite things that he ever got to do for FEMA was learn how to handle an MP5. <laughs> <laughs> I, li- I like the idea that maybe Kevin is, like, just pilled enough. Like, because obviously I'm not for sure, but I like the idea that he's just pilled enough where he's like, the FEMA death camps were real, but also I was part of it and they were good. Like, but also, I was part of it, and they were awesome. Like, <laughs> like a lot of people talk really bad on the FEMA death camps, but they taught me how to use an MP5. <laughs> it's just like, Dad, you FEMA death camp, you you fucking bandaged up people's feet after Hurricane Katrina. He's what like death a camps? pro FEMA death camp <laughs> guy. He's like, guys, no FEMA death camp. You don't understand. They're really good things. Great. It's- <laughs> See, you keep saying this, and I'm just imagining my old man as, like, the wackiest Auschwitz guard. Stop! Stop! How'd they get this one? <laughs> like, like, he's just, he's just, he, he marches into, <laughs> into his Winterfuhrer's office with a, with a bullet hole in his cap. I was about to say, I was about to say, he fucking, fucking popped himself in his parabellum, just like, bam, right through the back. <laughs> I, I hit the bump with my MP40 a little too hard. Whoops. Whoops. Whoopsie daisy. Time to go back to Bavaria? Question mark? Uh, Alright, you know what? Yeah, that feels dot, like a good dot, place. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Ober, oh. oh. Oh, 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 oh. No, I'm being executed for treason. Oh, no. Okay, yeah. I have this wonderful idea for this organization called FEMA. FEMA. We're going to make that. Now, camps. you know how V loves the MP40? What if? What if we put a safety on it? Please. Please. Uh, <laughs> it just makes sense because he's also shot himself in that history that fun. he's proposing. It's a couple levels. Yeah, it's a couple levels. A couple levels there. All right, so, um... You know what else has got a couple of levels, Colin? Mormons? Lasagna. This mini fridge that we're sitting in right now. Oh my oh god, it's boy. that's that why it's freezing? It's got a couple of, yeah, you should put a shirt on. No. <laughs> I know you're Polish, but this Cossack sheet is keeping me <laughs> nice and insulated. <laughs> I was listening oh, to Oh yeah, your 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 Greek undershirt. <laughs> I was listening to a Polish drinking song about a Cossack that falls in love with a Ukrainian girl while he's a way of patrolling the commonwealth and then he uh he has to leave and go back home to poland and all he remembers is your cred in his heart <laughs> it's like i'm like how are you supposed to drink to this fucking song <laughs> what is wrong with you weepy ass poles they're like but his heart his heart his heart is in ukraine his heart his heart his heart is with a girl <laughs> it's probably much more punchy in polish wait I'm, when did when did they write this song about me? I don't know. Probably like I don't know, when the Commonwealth was still yeah, a probably thing? Like, probably like 500 years ago, Tyler. I don't know, when was the last time the... When, when did the Polish probably Commonwealth about, I would involve say, the Ukraine? I would say between the formation of the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth and uh, the invasion of the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth uh, by the Ottomans. <laughs> By the Seljuk Turks. Oh, yeah, it right. sounds like some nerd shit. It's all nerd shit. Uh, and there's a whole lot of nerd shit here in this this tiny little, 
tiny little cold box that we're in, this little refrigerator. Um, it's a fridge hey, made of nerd shit. Uh, it doesn't it have <laughs> Freon running through the coils. It's, it doesn't it's need it. pure autism. <laughs> Unrefined. Just uncut. Yeah, so if you, if if this uh, if this fridge gets a leak, you know, there's a real chance we're gonna make phosgene gas here, okay? <laughs> oh Christ. Okay. Well, hi, hey, hi, hello, and welcome to the show. Um, my name is Justin St. Peter. This is Worst in the Industry. We're doing a different intro because I'm lazy and I don't feel like doing the normal bit that I do. Um, it's a mini fridge episode. We're doing another little one. Uh, I'm going to give you a quick rundown why uh, our, our dear and beloved audience. But first, Colin Stanley. The return of my Miller Lite. Um, <laughs> so, um, a couple of things. Uh, one, uh, we still want to do the show very much. Um, but the content that we were putting out and the way that we were putting it out uh, was burning us out. And so, in order to uh, continue doing the show, and in order to continue enjoying the show, uh, we are going to be shifting to um, some, like, less analytical contemporary content and more, uh, histor not necessarily historical. There will still be plenty of contemporary... More uh, character-driven. Yeah, much much more like it's gonna be much more about the young. It's not gonna constantly melt my brain, listeners. It's not gonna be like some sort of psychological sandpaper that Tyler and I work between the individual crevices and cracks on our brain until everything is a real shredded smooth consistency. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it just it came up a couple of too many times where both of them were like, "We are, we are mush. Our brains are mush. We need you to write about hot dog man." Yeah, we're uh, like, I would turn on my webcam and like, I'm I'm bleeding out of my eyes. Yeah, he's just I'm covered speaking, in sweat. I'm speaking in like tr three voices, and I'm like, and Justin's like, "So the episode we need another day to record." Is that what? So hey, just gotta do Just gotta do Hey, no problem, bud. Hey, no problem. Just give me a rain check, bud. Appreciate it. Thanks for calling it <laughs> audible. Have a great day, bud. First, hey, wanna hop on later, place of Tannenberg? First of all, that's not what I sound like. <laughs> Fuck you. Second of all. Oh, all right. Well, uh, on to the real, real fun of uh, what's going on this week. Yeah, dear. Tyler just levitating in the middle of his room, eyes flashing with light, like. All right, so what? You need somebody else to write the episode this yeah, week? Yeah, we'll put it out next week. We'll put it out next week. You know it's what? Fine. Yeah, you know what? We'll take we'll take an extra take an extra couple days here. How about that? Let's take another run at late. that. Put it out late. <laughs> just, just it's like I think we're doing well. Me and Tyler are like each writing our own skin bound tome right now. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm um, actively. Just, just... Writing my Unabomber manifest. Oh yeah, Tyler's in a fucking. He's in like a, a prefabbed shed that he's like put a cot in an AK-47 in, and he's writing his manifesto. Uh, so yeah, it's continue to expect the same you know amount of content. Um, I don't think yeah. we'll be slowing down on releases at all. No, we're we're uh, taking less of a uh, less of an old history channel approach. And uh, we're we're gonna go TLC on you guys for a little bit, and we're gonna do oh, that. Doing new history channel? No, no, we're going to, I, no I feel like because I'm we're not gonna talk about pawn shops. Area. We're gonna we're gonna make episodes about. Look at these people. Aren't you happy? You aren't these people. This is my Sukulos era for sure. 
It's it's glorious. Um, all right. Well, so what we are going to be talking about today, our our tiny little bon ma, our little uh, our little a little treat ski that we're having here in our our little mini fridge, uh, is we are going to be talking about the Kirtland Safety Society. Ah, the moose bush for the senses. Yes. Um. Now that may ring. Familiar to some of you, it may not ring familiar to any of you. Yeah, I have no I don't fucking know if idea I named what it is. It. I, I don't know if I said it by name in our UA or UEP episodes. Um, I know I mentioned the organization briefly, uh, but the Kirtland Safety Society, also known as the Mormon Anti Bank, was an organization. You know, uh, and a I like banking organization. I like two out of I like two out of three of those words. Anti bank, <coughs> love what a what a baller term. I love the term. They got me. Bank. They got me on sixty six point six percent of it. Because it is, it is a great term. Because because you imagine what are some anti bank activities? What would be going on within the premises of an anti bank? So I just imagine it's like, it looks like a bank, but like all the safety deposit box deposit boxes are like welded to the wall. Like they don't open. Uh, but they all contain candy. All the ATMs, when you put your card in, it just sucks your card in and it treads it immediately. Uh, if there's the coin star that exists there is a coin star that's been superheated, so all your change just melts down when it tumbles down into the receiving bin. Like, this is what an anti-bank... Uh, and also, uh, there's... Uh, bec- <laughs> I guess it makes sense that Mormons work there... Uh, so I'll I'll leave that alone. Yeah. Um, so just a just a brief by my re- lawyers to not speak about any religious group, specifically okay. those with active litigious ways in modern day America, who <clears throat> may or may not be running various people for various offices, including the highest in the land. Which you know that'll come up a little bit later. Just like, just like Miller, it'll come up a little bit later. Attaboy. All right. So, um, Joseph Smith. Joseph Smith was born December twenty third, eighteen oh five, in Vermont. I'm gonna not do that that way. That's yeah, I, I don't like him already. It was like yeah, so. Was... We're eight years away from having the White House burned down for being assholes. Yeah. Um, all right, so Joseph Smith Jr., uh, born December 23rd, 1805, uh, was born in upstate Vermont. Uh, he was born to a series uh, or a family of uh, former landholders brought low. Um, you know, the, the type of disgraced rich people that everyone actually thinks they are in America. Um, but they hadn't actually been rich in a few generations, so they were just poor people. Now, Joseph Smith uh, lived all of his young life um, you know, just trying to, to learn how to be a storyteller, uh, telling stories, enjoying that. Uh, he then proceeded to spring this into a career as a grave robber, uh, which at the time was known as a money digger. <laughs> I'm not even, yeah, I wish I was joking. Oh, no, 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 I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a money 
digger. Yeah, because that's exactly what you're going to find in all them graves. Not corpses. Money. 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 Um, now, eventually, uh, in upstate New York, Joseph Smith would have a religious revelation, um, supposedly. <laughs> was the, after his fraud conviction. Let's just get yes, that was, clear. This was after his fraud this conviction. This was after yes. he was um, convicted. He was convicted for fraud, um, you know, for defrauding... Do you remember what it was? Fraud conviction. So he was offering, basically, he was offering essentially a surveying service where he would use his seeing stone to find treasure, and like you would, like he was basically like you would pay him to look, uh, and then he said that he found some treasure, but he needed help getting it, and so he started, I think, I believe, defrauding people. Yes, um, the actual the actual charge he was uh, charged with was glass looking, uh, which was considered a form of fraud at the time, um, because this was actually a cottage industry in uh, upstate New York. Uh, yeah, but people in the... were superstitious, incredibly, and incredibly religious as well, uh, because this is where all or most of the uh, crazy wackadoo American sects of Christianity that we all know and hate that surround us every single day, like four squares. Um, you know, there, there were so many different revivals that formed in this area of New York, in this area that upstate New York was known as the burned over district. Joseph Smith decided to try his hand at that and was actually moderately successful, uh, by claiming again, revelation by God and an angel by the name of Moroni or Moroni or, I don't know how to pronounce it, and frankly, I don't care. Isn't it funny it's, how after all of these Moroni. dudes get committed, or get, a it's get charged with financial crimes, they're all of a sudden like, I saw him in the lake! I, I do you all need to come see the lake? Very briefly, I think it's very interesting. So this is, this period of time, specifically this area Justin's referring to, is undergoing what's called the Second Great Awakening, uh, where it's the second time that this kind of religious fervor has swept through, because of the, um, you know, instability, right? Like, before, it was the instability of newly established colonies and loose colonial uh, control. Now, this is the instability of a new country uh, that is just now realizing that it can't be a loose confederation of states alone, and that's the instability that's causing this Second Great Awakening. And then, uh, I, feel, I feel like there is a really strong argument for... Um, movements like QAnon, movements like the uh, the Apostolic movement that we've talked about, uh, and other evangelical movements like that. Uh, to I think there is a strong argument uh, for there being a third Great Awakening in like the you know two thousands the the twenty tens period onward. Yeah, I think that that is a solid. There is definitely a solid argument to be made there. Yeah, with like QAnon especially with a heavy the heavy Christian symbolism that took people who were not, who were maybe like racist or maybe had like some kind of like cryptic or maybe bigoted belief before mm -hmm. and just like radicalized them through it, through the, the guise of Christianity. Like it's see, it's really, you know, like, and in, I think specifically because QAnon is like a movement that does not have a leader per se and that it is, just these kind of like spontaneous cells and that mm -hmm. as we're going to talk about with mormons 
it's all about who gets the revelations, who's allowed to have revelations, and just like with the Q drops, right? Like Q is anointed. Q's Q's drops are more relevant than other people's speculation, but other people can still have quote unquote discernment. Yeah. Discernment being this major thing in Christianity. Tyler, do you want to explain discernment? Uh, well, I wasn't going to talk about discernment. I was just going to talk about how uh, Q, like the whole Q ideology is quite a bit more dangerous. Uh, oh, for sure. Because you don't need to believe in one central thing. It's just like, oh, you think Hillary Clinton's a pedophile? All right, you're in. Yeah, we can we can disagree on 99% of things. And they do. So what what I'm going to go ahead and say is that while I agree that Q as a whole is probably a more dangerous uh, ideology in the modern sense than, Mormonism, than Mormonism is, Q has not had a Mountain Meadows massacre yet. Yeah, well, you can only fit so many people in a tent, um, but Facebook is endless. It's also Fair. like you could you could argue that we don't have a Mountain Meadows massacre not because the QAnon movement is is any less radical but more so because getting people to act on their beliefs or their supposed beliefs in any way nowadays is so much more difficult now they're getting well, they're getting was there along significantly by the cult of personality surrounded or surrounding joseph smith and later brigham young under whom the mountain meadows that massacre occurred yeah no, they're sure. they're getting there and i feel like the tipping point is going to be the next uh, presidential election Oh, I so I everybody's saw stay tuned. That, I saw some headline where like Donald Trump may be done because of this, and I'm like, well, I'm just gonna no, he this fucking won't. He'll election. never be done. All right, so um, da, 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 da. so we're gonna kind of uh, a little bit of a yada 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 here. Um, it's Mormonism. Look it up. Yeah, it's it's a long long complicated story. Joseph Smith picks up followers, he loses followers, he bounces from place to place to place, ends up in Kirtland, Ohio, which at the time was basically frontier for the United States. Um, or had recently uh, stopped being frontier for the United States. Yeah, they're like, oh, we'll make this swamp a state. Ah, the beautiful yeah, wild the plains of Ohio. The, beautiful, the sweaty armpit of America. The beautiful mosquito nest that is Ohio. Honestly, yep. if you don't like mosquitoes, you're trying to get rid of mosquitoes. Great, great way to get rid of mosquitoes. Paving over Ohio. Let's the do it, state. people. Hashtag now, pave over Ohio. Dig it, it, dig it out like a trench. Fill it with water, and it's Lake Inferior. It's what we need to do. Another great lake. You know, it continue to separate us from the East Coast. I like that. Six great lakes. Um, I do dig that. Now, out. so when in... <clears throat> when in Ohio, particularly Kirtland, Ohio, um, there was an existing congregation uh, that was organized under a man by the name of Sidney Rigdon. Those of you who are possibly familiar uh, with any level of Mormon history or the Mountain Meadows Massacre, as I mentioned earlier... Uh, will know that Sidney Rigdon was a major figure in Mormonism for most of its history. He was an inciting fig figure in the Mountain Meadows Massacre. He's also Mitt Romney's great-great-great-great-grandfather. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Direct descendant of uh, Sidney Rigdon. And that is exactly why Mitt Romney has maintained his power in the Mormon Church. Because, because he's, he is he's got Mormon... that Mountain Meadows murder clout. 
Yeah, he's he he is he is Mormon royal blood basically. The only thing he could do better is be the direct descendant of either Brigham Young or Joseph Smith. Um, <laughs> my, my hey 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 guys, before you before you say anything, just want to let you know, my great 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 grandpa had shooters on this block, and I'll <laughs> make that choppa sang. Okay. Jesus Christ. Um. So when in Kirtland. Joseph Smith had a revelation. And I don't mean a revelation from God. Because we'll talk about Joseph Smith's revelations from God this in is just a, a moment. This is a lowercase r revelation, not an uppercase r revelation. Yeah, this is a personal revelation. revelation. This, this, is, is a, this, is a, this is an internal Joseph Smith revelation. Where he woke up one day and, uh, and he, he took a look at all the papers on his desk. And Joseph Smith realized that the church, the church was in a lot of fucking debt. A lot of debt. Because as more and more people joined the Mormon church, what uh, Joseph Smith would have to do is he would have to borrow money from his parishioners because there were several very well-off people in his, uh, you know, in his congregation, Sydney, Rig Sydney Rigdon included. Um, he would borrow money from them. He would borrow money from uh, other people. And uh, the, the real problem with this is that borrowing from inside your congregation, especially when you're a part of Mormonism, and especially when you're a part of early Mormonism, is that those people don't stay a part of your congregation for long. No, bad idea to ask, no, for, gotta, ask for loans. you got to ask for donations is the, the problem. Thing. So here's the... Also, Go ahead, like, they, well, that, that, like, when religions do this, you got to find a way to like massage it. Like in Jonestown, right? Like you're, you give up everything. But that's because... You know, well, individual wealth is evil and material, and you don't need it. And you, you know, hoarding it is actively keeping it from other people and hurting other people. But Mormonism is reactionary. It's not about that. It's not about the communal mindset. It is about individual power and wealth. So the second you're like, let me threaten this, they're like, well, okay, well, what's the point? Why am I in your religion? Like, why would I yeah. join? Yeah, even though it is all couched in communalism, and communalism was a very, you know, a, a, a highly important part of uh, early revelation for Mormonism, there being a specific revelation that all members of the church should give up their personal property unto its bishop, Joseph Smith. Um, unto. Now, again, the, the real problem is that people are lending money to Joseph Smith and then leaving the church, and then they want their fucking money back. This is what destroyed the town of uh, Nauvoo. Well, Nauvoo still exists. No, hey, 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 listen, Mormon, listen, uh, listen, like, listen. Yes, Joseph is, Smith. This is why Nauvoo was not a viable town for a long time. If you don't fucking give me my money back, I'm going to break your fucking legs. How about that? You just, you end up they with, tarred him, feathered him over. <laughs> you end up with just like a town full of like like debtors, and then they do what debtors have done throughout like history, and they're like, Let's kill the guy who we all owe debt to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's kind of how it, how it turns out. So Joseph Smith, thinking fast on his feet, as he often did throughout his life, has a capital R revelation. Now, as we discussed briefly in the UEP Gotta think, uh, gotta think, series, gotta think real fast. Gotta think real fast, gotta make sure this one's good. <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. They're catching on, they're catching on. Come on, Joe. I, I, I have to say, I almost, 
I almost admire Joseph Smith for his ability to improvise and think on his feet. Bullshit. Um, what a fucking bullshit artist. Oh my god. Yeah, I can't believe like, he did get shot in the street like a fucking dog. How but... cucked it must be to have this guy be the fucking main dude of your religion. Like, come on. Seriously? Yeah. This is your guy? This fucking guy? This is your fucking um, guy? You can yeah, get a Joseph better Smith, guy. Joseph Smith relied heavily on the concept of revelation or direct specific verbatim communication from the christian god that is the the mormon version of revelation um this was his primary problem solving tool what do you mean there's poetry and and figurative language in the bible no you literally hear the word the the voice of god and he literally speaks to you in your mind with in english english words that's what happens, and that's how we make all our decisions, and that's how we know that black people aren't human beings. Yeah, like, but only, only, Jesus very Christ. specifically only to the president of the Mormon Church, which is, by the way, an elected position. Yeah, and only like, until the 70s, Colin. Why does God... <laughs> no, the 80s, Tyler. <laughs> and also... Whatever, uh, people were doing coke, that's all that I know. It was 78. It was, yeah, the 80s. I did find out that Devo pretty much re- only released one uh, album in the 80s, and that made me, that, that kind of flipped my world upside down today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyways, um, so Joseph Smith's revelation was that he needed to start a bank. I gotta make money! I gotta get in the money. Who ha- he's, like, he's like, who has money even when they don't know how to make money? Banks. <laughs> like, now, this is here's the logic. Thing. Here's the thing, and here's why that is not the dumbest thing joseph smith did that day okay all right let's 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 you know what i lo- i would love to see you try to fucking justify this i would love to now, see how this fucking pedophile con man uh worms his way out of this logically please continue i am not going to say that it turned out uh well for the mormons because it didn't nor should it have thank god um however this is, by and large, with the exception of the concept of revelation in this specific case, how banking was done on the American frontier. Yes, And banking. also how the distribution of money went. It, yeah, it's, there were not, it's not centralized mints owned and operated by the federal government. Each bank was able to issue notes. That's where these these cash pieces that we know of, these dollar bills that we know of, initially what those were were large certificates that you could go to a bank to turn over for silver or gold in an equivalent value. That has changed since we moved off of the gold standard, blah, 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 Richard Nixon, blah, the blah, The gold blah. standard! Um... The major point to take back from there is that in order for any of these banks to operate in any capacity, they needed to have physical gold or silver, like in bullion, in coins, measured out and secured on hand, physically on hand in order to function. Mm -hmm. As we stated, the Mormons were deeply in debt and had nothing. So, no, they didn't have none of that cash flow. They were a bunch Mm -hmm. of broke boys. They were. They absolutely were. Uh, 
They they were paper hands at the time. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't hold GME. The squeeze wasn't even squoze yet, and they the fucking dipped. The squeeze not squozing back in 1825. Mm-hmm. Back now, when Andrew uh, Jackson was fucking president. They built this bank. They built this In, in Kirtland, Ohio. And uh, one of the early followers of Mormonism was sent to Philadelphia to purchase plates to print their own money with. Another person was sent to the state legislature of Ohio in order to request a charter for a bank because you still did need a charter for a bank from your state legislature in order to be considered a legitimate bank. And Joseph Smith began assigning work duties to people at the bank, making himself merely a teller. Oh, a humble man. He's like, don't worry, everybody. I'll just touch all the money that comes through here and I'll make sure it gets to the right place. Yep, uh, they did not receive their charter. Oh, really? Maybe it's because they were filthy polygamists. (laughs) Sorry, I think that might have been They weren't filthy polygamists yet. Not yet. Oh, whoops, they just gave off that vibe? Yep, um, now, eventually they did get some legislative support, but this was just totally shot down. Um, Did you guys get kind of like a fucked up vibe from these dudes? Does it kind Basically. of feel like they're fucking a lot of kids? Does it feel like they're fucking kids? It, it feels like, like they're, they're on kids. the low fucking lots of kids. Yeah. Um. Well, just mind, mind their business. We fuck kids too, Steve. Now, after these attempts to secure a charter failed, they went through a uh, major restructuring, we'll say, Love that. of the KSS major restructuring they became the kirtland safety society anti-banking company i'm on board. this was what was referred to as a joint stock company um which is a type of company where uh, shares can only be bought and sold by shareholders um yeah it, this was ref- what was referred to as a quasi-banking institution. Um, they were basically gray market banks. And this, like, wasn't the only one in Ohio by any, any stretch of the imagination. Love what it. makes this special, uh, to me at the very least... Uh, is that they went so far as to change the print plates that they had purchased uh, in order to make it say that they were the anti-bank. Well, they didn't give us a bank charter, so we won't run a bank. Now will we, boys? We're an anti-bank! Uh... The Kirtland Safety Society folded very quickly because uh, <laughs> instead of having gold of any kind, they had chests full of sand with some gold coins on top. Oh, not the same thing. Not at all. Turns out, not the same thing. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. not good. That's not good at all for them. Yep. Now, uh, it, it really turns out that when you, uh, you start a bank that's not really a bank and then you take all of your followers' money to start that bank and you go into even more massive debt to operate that bank, uh, and then you can't operate a bank, so you make it an anti-bank, 
um, it turns out you're going to piss off a lot of your followers. Sounds like a bad idea. I'm a stocks guy. I'm a, so I I'm a, understand. I'm a money mindset guy. So I understand what's going speaking, on. That is where uh, that that is the only place where the anti bank received any of its value was from its stocks. Great. Oh, so they're enroning it. They enroned uh -huh. it. Oh, nice. They enroned it. Before fucking a hundred and fifty years before Enron was even an idea. That's great. That's like. <laughs> That's that just shows you that the Mormons are the most American religion. They're the most plugged into capitalism that a religion has ever been, and it's like the only thing more, like one with capital is like QAnon. Honestly. Mhm. Mm oh, but yeah, that's our uh, that's our little mini fridge. That's our, our casual our casual look into the uh, the Mormon anti bank. Uh, personally, I highly recommend checking out the. Church of Latter or I'm sorry, it's the Church of uh, article on the Kirtland Safety Society. Dude, uh, that is the official Mormon website. I love, and I think we've talked about this before. I love Mormon websites because they're they always have a comment section or some sort of forum setting, and they're always arguing over like the particular detail of like Mormon law and canon. Mm -hmm. but because Canaan particularly but because they have a like a living like adjudicating body there is like a they have like mods they have like moderate they got like moderators for the religion so they're like uh -huh. they're like no 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 the prez stepped in this is the rule this is canon now and it's like fuck you man because everybody in the mormon church that doesn't have revelation the, the concept of discernment is more popular which is, you're not getting direct revelation, you're just able to tell through your wisdom and experience with biblical teaching. That you kind of, you just start to understand things and see things uh, and make connections. That's what Alex Jones says he has. That's what you see a lot of newer evangelicals claim, mm -hmm. is discernment. So if you ever hear somebody drop that, <laughs> and you're like right. they're not smart enough to know that word it's proud that's probably why they're probably nuts yeah. and you should back away slowly or quickly as long as you're not endangering yourself or rush them quick before they catch yeah, up you know, you know take out take out the threat yeah. um yeah. kill the wizard that's, that's that's a real that's a real simple one i do like um, that mormons are american wizards <laughs> They, they fucking are, and someday, Colin, when you and I start our occultism podcast, we're going to spend when fucking we, hours talking about When we infiltrate Smith. the Michigan chat branch of the Mormon church, and we come back out with, like, shaved heads, like, I was a member of the Mormon, just hollowed-eyed, like... I was wrong the whole time. I didn't drink a beer or have any caffeine for six months, and I almost killed myself a hundred times. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what would happen. Too. I couldn't smoke um, a cigarette, and I almost killed a, uh, one of my fellow Mormons with a pencil over it. So, <laughs> I'm I'm out on mission, and they told me that I can't even think about a joint. And um, we're in we're in Thailand, so I killed my my accountability I buddy. My accountability buddy, and then jerked off jerked off in the course. street while smoking a joint in Thailand. But that's like that's not an asshole. I'm never going back. I can't. They can't make me leave. There's no extradition <laughs> treaty with the Church of Mormon. 
<laughs> the Mormon Tabernacle Choir is trying to extradite me from Thailand due to high crimes and treason. <laughs> and uh, the Thai government just might let him. Thai government All right. has an extradition treaty with the Tabernacle Choir, but not the United States government. Well, you know, hey. one of them. It's one of those holdovers. It's one of those holdovers of the Spanish War. Of course, of course. Okay, well, we're going to go ahead and call this episode here. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just a short, sweet, punchy little one about this fucking goon. I'm sure this is not the last time we're going to come back to Joseph Smith. Eventually, we'll talk about his revelation about the hotel and how incredibly specific God the word of God says can get I about need- stock value. Well, here's the thing. Wasn't Isn't there that whole part in the Bible where, like, uh, that one guy gets, like, specific dimensions of, like, a giant temple to God? Uh, well, yeah, also the, the Ark, he is also given incredibly specific building dimensions. But, like... But that's also... But, like, God, different. like, wrote, like, the business charter of this hotel. And he's, yeah. like... He's, like, signed yours truly, the almighty God... Just and it's like it, Joseph Smith's like I I got a revelation. Everybody sit down. I got this PowerPoint presentation. God, to show God <laughs> broke down how we're supposed to split up the shares of the hotel. That's not a joke. Part of it. No, it's not. Um, God yeah, God okay. has some uh, opinions on my stock options, and I'd like to share that with everybody today. Yeah, need to share that with the congregation. Click click. All right. See, this is God's four hundred one k plan for you. See how you're giving all your money to me? Perfect. Click, click. That's exactly the way it should be. Okay. Thank you for tuning in once again to Worst in the Industry in this uh, another little mini fridge episode. We will be back to you next week uh, with something a little meatier, a little a little chewier, something something a little little more substantial. And uh, get fucked, yeah. bitches! Mama bird's coming for you. Oh no! Mama bird's coming at you. Mm-hmm. Mama bird's once coming. again. <sighs> He's coming. Bye-bye. Bye. Say I'm in a spot they would kill for. I could put them in the wheel and they still won't. I could probably get a deal with coke. If I wasn't rapping about the past back, dealing dope. Got the offer and it's real low. Over one mil and it's still low. They all corporate. They all cute in suits. Yeah, on bullshit with all that poop to scoop. My shit going up. I go root to roof. They don't like that. They want mute the truth. They gon' switch sides. They go group to group. They want shoot the shit. Ain't got shit to shoot till I go crazy. Go and get the baby shot.